Hour three of the show. It's going to be a fun one. Sports Libs coming up. Ralph Michaels out in Las Vegas. We'll go over the Super Bowl, what happened there. Lots of prop bets. I think he won a couple. And the Patriots covering that spread. Lowest scoring Super Bowl of all time. Be an interesting conversation there. John Brady of LSU, former LSU basketball coach. He's going to join me in about 10 minutes to talk about the soaring Tigers here as they went again yesterday. And they're squarely in the top 25, 17th, I think, in net rating. And they are a six seed in the latest uh, bracketology predictions from Joe Lenardi at ESPN. So they're rolling. And that win yesterday on the road against Mississippi State, that was a big win for this program, especially going into Auburn and Kentucky back-to-back games. Uh, first, though, we've been talking about the David Onyemata situation. I told you uh, my commentary and my view on this. I don't like the raid. I, I thought it was heavy-handed. I thought that this could have been handled better. I think that the NFL policy is draconian, frankly. As I told you, I think our laws are draconian. But I also said I don't absolve David Onyemata from the responsibilities that, look, he broke the law. I think the laws are a little absurd, but he broke the law. Um, Sheriff Joseph Lepinto of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office, Jefferson Parish Sheriff Joe Lepinto uh, was listening, and he wanted to call in to respond to some of my commentary. Sheriff Lepinto, uh, thanks uh, for calling in tonight, and um, I know you wanted to oh, respond to some of my uh, commentary there. I figured I had to defend myself and defend my deputies, you know, the detectives. I mean, Seth, the, the reality of it is, is we don't make this case on David Onyemata. I didn't know who David Onyemata is, to be honest with you, before this. You know, this comes from a package that's being delivered from out of the country. That's customs ends up determining that they have marijuana in it. They contact us and let us know that it's being delivered and going to be coming to an address here in Jefferson Parish. My detectives have an ob- obligation at that moment in time. We don't have the ability to just say tough luck. We don't agree with that law. If you don't agree with the law for marijuana, then that's your, your ability. I get that. But that's a legislative issue. We enforce the law. We go out there and we, we arrest people that are in violation of the law. I served in the legislature, and I actually voted for medical marijuana in the past. You know, that's not something that, that we look at, but our job is to go out there and have the information. We know a legal substance is coming to this particular location. It wasn't a knockdown raid. We didn't go kick the door in. We show up. Mr. Animato was completely cooperative. It was his, his information. It was his stuff. It wasn't there for medical use, and he was issued a summons accordingly. That's what happened. It wasn't a political statement. He was arrested a week and a half ago. We didn't send out a press release. We didn't send out a do a, a press conference on this. In fact, it wasn't until one of the sports reporters located it and found out and contacted us and said, hey, is this true? And we went and pulled it up, and sure enough, yes, it was true. Here's the summons that we issued them. We issue summonses to people every single day for possession of marijuana. So, you know, what, what is my detective supposed to do? They're supposed to learn that he's a Saints player and say, you know what? We're not going to arrest you today. Then we're malfeasance of our duties, just like a DWI or anything else. We have an obligation to go out and enforce the law. If you don't like the law, then you can complain about it all day long. But the reality of it is, is when we have information that we know someone is breaking the law in here, our, our obligation is to go out there and investigate it. And that information came from another agency. I don't believe it was a conspiracy on the NFL because I don't believe the, the customs agent in New York had a clue that David Onimata was a Saints player. Yeah, I didn't believe I that believe either, it, Sheriff. Yeah, that was the call, right? Right, right. You know, so, 
also, you know, I mean, our detectives go out there and do a tough job every day. Uh, you know, and in and, and this situation, they don't feel like being at their house. Do you think any one of my detectives really feel like arresting the Saints player in this city? Of course not. You know, I mean, we're fans just like everybody else is a fan. But to sit there and, and, and try to make this as uh, oh, we're trying to get something in, look, we make 20,000 arrests every single year in Jefferson Parish. Uh, yeah, I certainly don't want to put any Saints player in jail by any means. But we have an obligation to the citizens. And, again, if you don't like the law, then you, you've got to go to the legislature to try to change the law. But in, until that time, I don't give them the obligation to just say, oh, tough luck, we're not going to enforce this tomorrow. We've seen that happen in the past, and we know it doesn't, it doesn't work well for our law enforcement agencies. There's one person that put himself in that position, and that's David uh, in this case. You know, it's not, that doesn't mean he's a bad person, but it, 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 it's what happened. Yeah, Sheriff, and I just want to be clear here for anybody who's just joining. In my commentary and also in what I wrote, I don't think anybody should be above the law, including Saints players. I just also think that scrutiny should be applied equally. Uh, you said that you didn't know who David Onyemata was, or your, or your deputies didn't. Is that? I, did. I just want to... I, I, did, I did not. I mean, I think they knew once they were there, but, I mean, at that point in time, they know. Right. I mean, yeah, look, sure. once, once, we get, once we get the phone call from the federal government saying, hey, you got a package coming in, it, we don't know who it's going to address to. It doesn't make a difference at that point in time. So I, I can't ignore it. I mean, it's not like I can say, oh, we're just going to let it be delivered. Have a nice day. I mean, it's not like we're sitting at the post office and saying, oh, let's snip out and try to find out where every you know, drug came in. This came in through customs. Customs notified that there was a hit. And, you know, look, we arrested somebody on the airport a few weeks ago. You know, California, actually, they were shipping in a whole bunch of marijuana. Here it is. They're coming in and coming in on this flight. I mean, we, we get tips like that all the time. We don't know who's necessarily at the end of it. Uh, when when those things come in, we go out and enforce the, enforce the law and do exactly what we're supposed to do. Uh, can you clarify uh, something that I saw in the Times-Picayune? And I don't think this was a quote, uh, just from their commentary, their story on this. Um, it, it, they made it sound like you have the choice to either um, flag this and allow the package to be delivered, and this is your choice at the JPSO. Is that your choice, or is this automatic where you execute this type of search uh, during every package yeah, that's flagged? If we, if we get a, you know, if, I mean, I, I can, I don't ever remember a case where we would get a, um, uh, that we would get a, you know, information from a federal agency saying, you know, whether it's the Postal Service, Customs, or whatever the case may be, uh, that we have a package coming into Jefferson Parish and we would allow it to go through. I don't, I, I can tell you, um, you know, I mean, don't get wrong, if, if we never had somebody available, I guess you could say that, but no, that's not the case. I mean, we, we, we act on these, you know, information whenever that information comes, comes available. I mean, it's just, it, it's part of it. And, and, you know, whether it's marijuana, whether it's cocaine, whether it's, you know, uh, any type of other drug, when we have those type of offenses, I mean, that's what it was. It was a misdemeanor. Uh, I mean, sure. let's face it, if it, was a, if it was a harder drug, you would have been arrested. But obviously it was a misdemeanor because it was marijuana. I appreciate the time here uh, from Sheriff uh, Joe Lapinto, uh, Jefferson Parish Sheriff. I got a couple more questions, uh, Sheriff, here. Uh, I, I just want to clear up something, and I wrote about this, and we tried to reach out earlier. My producer didn't get it, get you, so now that I have you on, you said in the Times-Picayune, uh, this is their quote that they had, a quote, we handle this type of investigation all the time. And from what we found in the Times-Picayune, you found the last time that there was a public report on an arrest due to marijuana being mailed to a residence in Jefferson Parish was all the way back in 2016, nearly three years ago. So I guess I was just, I don't want to speak for anybody else. I was just confused when you say you handle this type of investigation all the time, but it was three years ago, nearly three years ago uh, when no, something and, similar and, happened. And, 
Well, you got to remember that. I mean, I, I'll do a. I mean, if you want to send a public records request, we'll try to go find out when. I mean, but the problem is, is trying to hard. It's hard to find, you know, any type of drug report and try to figure out what the circumstances are behind it. That's probably the last time that Tom Union reported on a report. We handle twenty thousand arrests every year in Jefferson Parish. Uh, you know, we had, a, as I said, we had a tip a, a few weeks ago coming in from California that was being transferred by plane, right? So I, I find it hard to believe that it was three years ago. But that being said, that's not the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. That's whether it's the federal government at work. I mean, millions and millions of home packages are mailed every single day in the state through the United States Postal Service. They don't search every single package, let's face it. So when those hits come through, they're going to notify the local agency of wherever it is. And if it happens to be Jefferson Parish, you know, we're obviously going to act on it. Uh, I don't know when the last one was. That was probably the last time that Thomas Picayune, you know, wrote one of an article. But they don't cover every arrest in Jefferson Parish by all means. And and to say that that would be the last one is, I think, not something. I mean, I wouldn't even be able to get that information readily. I can search every single a drug arrest in Jefferson Parish over the last year and then go into the circumstances to see where they are. But it, it, to, to go off of a newspaper article for your stats is not necessarily appropriate. Understood. No, that's uh, thank you for the clarification there. Uh, can you clarify if there was, I know you, uh, the report said there was a marijuana found in his residence. Was there marijuana in the package? Uh, I, you know, I, Seth, I don't know. I know there was, I know there was marijuana, I believe, there. I don't know the, the qualifications of each. I know the some of the stuff was being uh, that was being shipped was like THC oils. And I, I want to say that there was some actual marijuana, mean, meaning green leaf marijuana, in that package. Uh, I can verify for you that tomorrow if that was the case. But, uh, I, 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 I mean, I wasn't out there on the scene. I, I don't, uh, you know, I'd have to go look sure, at the yeah. list to see what was there. Uh, but there was there was obviously several different types of THC related products. Sure, uh, I appreciate it. And final one here, and this is uh, a lot of the texts and the callers that we got last hour were asking this and insinuating this. So I'll just ask you directly: Do you do you believe, as Jefferson Parish Sheriff, that a good use of your resources is to raid the home of somebody with a small amount? And this was your words here, at least what the Times picking and quoted you as a quote personal amount uh, end quote of marijuana. Do you think that's a good use of the resources? Well, first of all, we don't know what is in the house until actually you do a search warrant. I mean, a raid of a house is a search warrant. We didn't go in there with the, the sledgehammer and knock the door off the hinges and go in there. Um, you know, we, we knew marijuana was being located, at, I mean, being delivered to that location. Now, we could have went in there and found 10 pounds. We could have went in there and found what we did, like 80 grams, whatever it may have been, right? I don't know if that was the number total, right? Um, so we don't know what that, that number is before we go in and do a search warrant. That's the purpose of a search warrant. It's not probable cause. We could have went and did a search warrant, and, and it could have been there was nothing to arrest on. In this case, we go in and we do a search warrant, and it's a small amount. Now, what do we do at that point in time? We say, ah, oh, you know what, you're a Saints player, so sorry, have a nice day. Look, uh, you know, it's misunderstanding. I don't have the ability to let a legal substance just we flush you down the toilet. That doesn't work. You know, so we issued them a misdemeanor summons in this case, which is the least amount that we can do. Uh, it, it would, um, what was the alternative? We flush it down the toilet and say, have a nice day, and we're not doing our job. So, so to, to issue a misdemeanor summons in this case, uh, you know, I think is a reasonable 
you know, reasonable outcome uh, to what it was. And, I mean, that's what our detectives do every single day. They have to go out there and work. And sometimes the job isn't fun. And I'm sure they didn't want to necessarily arrest David Anamata. And uh, trust me, I hope I hope one of uh, the bigger stars of the Saints never get in trouble either because we don't want to arrest them. You know, we'd, we'd mother, much rather have no arrest tonight. You know, but sometimes that happens. Sure, and I'll say this directly to you, uh, Sheriff Lapenta. Look, we may disagree and be on opposite sides of certain parts of this, but what you just said there, I do give you credit for because we have seen and, and read about and, and heard of law enforcement um, across the country sometimes turning the other way just because it is uh, you know, a, a, an athlete or a person in power. So I do give you and your deputies a lot of credit for not doing that here. Um, Sheriff Joe Lapinto of uh, Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office, Sheriff Joe Lapinto of Jefferson Parish, I really appreciate your time here. And, again, thank you for calling in and explaining um, a lot of the issues here. Thanks so much. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. All right, Sheriff Joe Lapinto. Um, yeah, that was – look, he answered a lot of the questions I had there. There's no about it. And I really mean that. I wasn't just saying that to him. I think I said that at the beginning of my commentary too. There's a look at Tallahassee with, with what happened and we heard about with the way they treated Jameis Winston and turned the other cheek to Jameis Winston. I think they're involved in another scandal with one of their football players right now. So there is integrity by Sheriff Lapinto and his deputies for not turning the other way just because it's an athlete. And I'd be the first one out here if I if I found out something that um, you know a Saints player was treated differently and not held to the same standards or a Pelicans player whoever it was. If you know me well enough and you listen to the show long enough, you know I'd be, I'd be the first person on the air going, "What in the world's going on there?" So we may not see to eye eye to eye on all the issues here, but good insights from Sheriff Lapinto, and uh, I think we probably agree on a lot more than we disagree on. If you want to weigh in, give us a call five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. Our text line is 870-870. We'll move John Brady back to the bottom of the hour. Ralph Michaels as well. It's the last lap here on WWL. Again, I don't see eye to eye with Sheriff Joseph Lapinto, Jefferson Parish Sheriff, on every issue, but I will say I appreciated his candor in the conversation that we just had, and I appreciated his willingness to come here on our air and share uh, his side with some of the nuance surrounding the the raid and and he said use that word lightly raid it wasn't a knock down the door raid and that is what I had heard also earlier in the day um, of Saints player David Onyemata and what happened there with the subsequent summons and citation for what Sheriff Lapinto described as a quote personal level of, of marijuana in his house and this all spawned obviously from the package that was delivered there that was flagged by the Border Patrol. Let's go to Jimmy and Gretna. Jimmy, what's going on? How are you doing? Hey, man, great show. Comment and question. Shout out to UNO basketball. Uh, I know T-Bob and Bobby Hebert have been going a lot of the games. I think T-Bob's brother is an assistant for UNO basketball. They got a big game set this Saturday, 4 o'clock, UNO League from Arena. So I hope your listeners come out, support local Division One basketball. Um, they're playing Nickel State, so... But my question to you, Seth, is this. I know you're on the tip of the uh, you know, tip of the iceberg here on all the Pelicans information. I've been listening, I haven't been calling much. I've been frustrated, but I will say two things. Number one, I'm glad the national media's brought a lot of attention to the woes of the situation with the organization. I think Gail Benson, Mickey Loomis, whoever's in charge, is aware that yes, I mean when your superstar comes out and says what he's done, what he said, like it or not, it does put a spotlight on the fact uh, they've been treated. You know, the franchise is run second rate. I mean, with the medical staff, you know, bar from the Saints and this and that. My question to you is this. Okay, so Gentry's saying now 
Davis is going to play. Maybe that was his own doing. Maybe that's um, you know him trying to sound like a little NBA up. pressure, perhaps. There, I, I would assume, and this is just again, I do not have any information on this, Jimmy, and everybody else. But the way uh-huh. the statement was worded, and the word integrity was used there again, I have a sneaking suspicion that Gail Benson somehow was involved in this, also. Yeah, and I agree. I was about to say that. I think the NBA might have also maybe made a call. Who knows? But let, let's assume Denson Gentry are gone in the off season. Uh, question though, are we? Do we have a first round draft pick this summer? Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So I mean, look, from a, from the standpoint of the franchise, people might not like it. I get it. If you're a season ticket holder, you pay. You want to see the best product out there. But if he gets hurt, that's one thing. If he blew out his Achilles like Boogie, that'd be horrible. It would hurt our trade stock with him. But on top of that, look at the development of Okafor, Seth. I mean, this is going to cut into Okafor's play. I really hope. They dress them out every game, but barely play them. And if they do play them, I'm not really for them playing them. So my question to you is this. How, what's your take on this situation? I mean, look, it, the development of Okafor, I think, has been a surprising, you know, a great surprise. He's finally gotten getting, getting a place, you know, averaging 20 points, 10 rebounds a game. And, um, you know, some of the other players are getting a chance. But on top of that, the, the draft stock, I mean, if Davis comes back and plays decent, I mean, look, my take on it is like this. We need a tank for a draft. Five We're seconds. We're not going to get Zion Williamson. But what's your take on that? Yep. Uh, there's a lot of takes on that, Jimmy. What I will say... I opened the show with my commentary. The only reason I say that is we're up against a hard clock and John Brady's coming on, so I'm not going to be able to get into it. That's going to do it for our show. Thanks so much for everybody who joined the program. Sheriff Joe Lapinto. You just heard Ralph Michaels. Also, Coach John Brady. Former LSU Tigers basketball coach. If you missed any of the show, check the podcast, www.com, radio.com app, or Apple Podcasts. The entire show's there. And you can find my commentary online at www.com. Why I thought the raid on Animata's apartment was disgraceful, but why I also think our marijuana laws are disgraceful. Also, lots of stuff on Anthony Davis there. And my conversation with Lapinto has been uploaded. Check that out. Back tomorrow, 8 o'clock.